0: We have a great guest today, Orlan Stauffer, creative consultant. Welcome to the podcast, Orlan. Well, thank you, Craig. What is it that leaders don't understand about the importance of visual storytelling and the gospel and churches?
1: Well, they've grown comfortable, I think, in uh, the traditional methods of, you know, preach it, come and get it, instead of let's take it. God is is not just a... He's a communicator. He is the creator, and we miss that. He's our redeemer, but let's go back to the beginning. He created, I feel like we've missed that point. And so we become comfortable in the tried and true. And I am astonished at how far the gospel has gone just by the spoken word, but it can go compounded measures further through visual communication. God's a visual communicator. He he has chosen us to demonstrate his splendor. He said, "You are the light of the world." What does that mean? That t- light doesn't make a sound. It's not just spoken word. Oh, said, that's that's good.
0: Light light doesn't make sound.
1: No. No, it's it. My mentor uh, Earl Kellum told me back before I knew anything about media, when I was still in my twenties, that we need to not just preach the word but put on an exhibition of the word and i that stuck with me a city on a hill cannot be hidden so we're made for glory but you know we're distracted there's sin in our lives that keeps us from being free as well and let's remember that we're given grace where our lives are transformed and god wants to in, empower us not just you're not off the hook if you can't preach like your preacher and the church does. You are here to put on an exhibit to make God, and I don't mean this in a wrong way, but to make God look good, because God looks good. And we are his representatives by the way we dress up our building, the way we um, do, where uh, our lobby looks, the way our sound comes across in the, in the sanctuary, the way our website looks, the way our families demonstrate to their communities and their neighbors. We are, we are a, a message, whether we preach or not.
0: A few, because last year, there was a wonderful, and, and you can anyone can find it. It was on, uh, I think, Hulu. Yeah, Hulu channel. And it was, I think, six parts with Paul McCartney. And it was hosted by Rick Rubin, the music producer. And they went over all these songs that the Beatles had done and would listen to them. It was all done in black and white, which really kind of worked well for what the documentary was. And there were six episodes, about 45 minutes each. And I I, I binge-watched three of them on a Sunday and binge-watched the other three on Monday. Oh, fun. Yeah, it was a lot of fun. All these stories. One of the stories that Paul McCartney told was that... When they were in their, when they were recording, the Beatles were in the early 1960s, they were young. And he, he said, McCartney did, he says, we felt the Beatles, we felt as though we had the freedom to goof off in the studio. Yeah, We had the freedom to goof off in the studio. And I thought, why can't we allow our media teams, maybe even worship teams, have the freedom to goof off, and then out of that comes some great creativity.
1: Absolutely, absolutely. Yeah, I mean, the gospel has to be lived in practical terms that the world can see and understand and accept. And if it has to be formalized, you know, and done in only in traditional formulaic ways, the world world today views that as foreign. If we're goofing off and we're goofing off in, in a God guided way, the world loves it. it the stories come out of that. Mm-hmm. The world, as long as there's a person alive, there's a story to be told.
0: And the ideas and, and ideas come out of that.
1: Absolutely,
0: yeah, yeah. What would be some keys to uh, young people and leaders that are listening today, uh, wherever they are across the world? What are some keys to having a good media team? Oh boy. We could go a couple hours on that one. <laughs> yeah. Put it in a nutshell. Give, yeah, well, yeah, you've, the, got, you've got 27 years of experience at one church mm-hmm. alone, something like that. What what are some keys?
1: Well, the first key I say is understand why we want to use media. You have to, you know, the gear. You got one kid who's going to know all the gear or one adult or even an, a retired guy who's just been tinkering with technology always life and he's been keeping up with you need that gift you need but you need someone in that team who keeps people on focus I'll give an example the when when the word of God was being read uh, in Nehemiah's day the scribes of Nehemiah's day that they rediscovered the law and the scrolls and he started reading them. Well, the people just went nuts. They were loving it. They were like, where was this? People were weeping. People were rejoicing. But they said the scribe, the, when the Levites were reading the scribes, they says they read from the book of the law of God. And they went among the people making it clear and giving the meaning so that people could understand. If your media team knows that their job is equal to the anointing and the gifting and the job of your pastor and your worship leader. You have to understand you're not a second rate. Oh, we need somebody. Well, okay, you go ahead, get in there and do it. You know, like the last person chosen on a team. You are the pipeline. So I think everybody on the team needs to understand their importance. You have to, you're going among the the crowd. You're getting, you're making the message accessible and understandable. So I think that's that's one That's a very important one. The other is stay current, keep up with what's going on, but don't let the trends drive you. You let your message drive what you're going to, media you're going to use, how you're going to use it, to what level. And and the other is God uses ordinary people. You don't need fancy degrees and uh, lots and lots of experience anymore. Think of the most simple things you can use. My goodness, my iPhone here is in a powerful tool now. 4k video that's unheard of you have to learn how to use the tools but you have to learn how important your role is and and then look at how you can apply yourself if you're creative if you're a creative look at i like to say somebody said this before and i wish i knew who because i like to quote them but they said does your room preach when no one is speaking oh that's good Uh, that is a good line you know because we're saying well let's wait for the sermon you know we're gonna the 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 worship is sort of the prelude it's to warm everybody up to get everybody ready to receive the word of God. No, the word of, we are all purveyors of the word of God. And if you're creative, how about coming up with some ideas on how to make your environment, your lobby, your facade of the building, the sign, not only that fashions and clothing. And um, how can you make people preach with, you know, like I said, you're the light of the world. How can you be the light when no one speaks? How does your room, your your car, your your house preach when no one is talking? And then the other hand is how can I take this message that is being delivered in this 30 to 40 minute moment in an entire week? You know, you got what a church service lasts 90, 60 to 90, maybe two hours in some Pentecostal churches, but then the room is empty and everybody's gone. It's dark, the room is silent how do you make that message that was just spoken so powerfully with God's anointing live on after that room is dark?
0: How do you do that?
1: Yeah. Well, that's a question. That's, that's another discussion. I feel like we're st- starting tons of conversations here, and that's all I feel like we can do
0: today. That's okay, I don't man. have
1: answers to all of it, but because as the times change, so does our methods. So do our methods,
0: Uh, the video platforms, social media platforms. I I teach this in my seminars. I'll say your website is available 24 hours a day. Even while you're asleep, somebody could be doing word searches and come across your church or your ministry in the website and look, look at things. And same thing with your social media platforms, your Facebook page, uh, YouTube channel, if you have one, Vimeo. Instagram. I, I love Instagram because of the pictures and the visual part of it. And all of these different, different platforms are available 24 hours a day. And you can reach people that would never, ever come inside your church to hear yeah. a message. Um, and here you have an opportunity to press uh, present the gospel in a fresh way and a creative way. I, yeah, I absolutely. just think it's, Im- I think, just think it's vital.
1: Yeah. Well, we have become dependent on, well, we've done our job. We put our church service online, we live streamed it. You're taking an event that has occurred in a large space where the presence of God was very clear. You, people experienced it firsthand, and you're reducing it to a, a four inch screen where somebody's watching in their bathroom, in their car, listening to it, only glancing how can we package repackage the intent of that message with short segments that are captivating and compelling and make it so that i say get the hay down where the sheep can eat it because once that service is over and that event is over your challenge is to somehow rescale that massive event into something that um People can experience at least to some level and i'm not saying don't do it i'm just saying don't put all your value in well we've done our job we we posted our sermon online what is the quintessential elements of that sermon what are the things you could pull from what are testimonies what are responses uh discussions follow-ups there's you know uh you can create online discussions you can create little um oh what do you call them um memes you know that they're just one somebody can look at for two seconds and get the message from it
0: Mm -hmm. and and also like you were just saying uh you could take out a phrase or two and make it into a a twitter post yeah whatever it might be you know i'm i'm a pastor's kid and uh, i've worked on staff at a few churches so ministry and pastoral ministry is in my dna since i was a i was oh, born. love it yeah and i would say one of the things that's uh, a trap about just focusing on pastor's message is one it's it's the easiest thing to do is to just capture the message and then post it and then yeah. okay we're done we've done everything we need to do and secondly for pastors it strokes an ego and hey, that's me preaching up there on on the platform. Yeah, ah, that was a good message. And and you know what? If it was a great message, you bet. But number three, one of the dilemmas or challenges is the fact that it it stops you from going further with other forms of visual storytelling yeah. that are available. Most people that are watching. A sermon, unless they're really loyal and devoted, they won't go more than a minute or two yeah. uh, on, on a social media platform. If you're live in the, in the auditorium, wherever that might be, um, it's a live event. That's completely different, as you would, you would completely agree. That's a completely different uh, dynamic than being on a social media platform or being on broadcast or cable television. I can I can get up and turn off the TV, or excuse me, I don't have to get up. I can just push my remote control and go off to something else, and I can be gone in five seconds.
1: Yeah, yeah. I don't. I don't
0: don't think our leaders and our ministers understand that dynamic well Well, enough to be successful.
1: And the crazy thing is, for centuries before the Reformation, Craig, they they did that. They people would take artists and uh, craftsmen would carve images and icons and things into almost anything that they could put it on in stone and in uh, glass, iconic images that were there for people to make it ever before them. It was something that would last and could stay up. And today, you know, we all have cameras and we have ways to put text on images and we have ways to send them to people. And I have been touched by so many short little verses put up by someone while I'm waking up and getting dressed or whatever I'm doing and I'm suddenly up comes this thing someone posted and oh my gosh it just refreshed my soul and set the pace for my day and that did way more than a 40-minute sermon ever would have because it was something I could define it was measurable and applicable it met a need and that's where I think we need to take our the message as God unfolds it to the body in, in your particular church, wherever you are, and see how we, the, the lay people, can express
0: it. Great time with Orlan Stoffer. Join us next time. You've been listening to the Six Ways to Sunday podcast with Craig D. Forrest, brought to you by Matchstick Media International, dedicated to excellence in media through inspiration, vision, and education. To learn more, visit us on the web at matchstickmedia.org. That's matchstickmedia.org. Your generous donations, large or small, help defray costs for producing this creative podcast. Thanks for listening and subscribing.